All right, welcome back to the Press Play Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that thinks ranch does not belong on fucking french fries. I'm Ian. I'm Seth. No, it doesn't. It, it's I'm Dasher, and it, it strictly is based on which french fries you're getting and where they're coming from. If it's curly french fries, ranch all day. All right, this is the Press Play Podcast. Fuck you, Dasher. I mean, you know, whatever. <clears throat> all right, so today is... Old versus new. Uh, one of my favorite new things that we do. Uh, we tangent every once in a while to something different. I, I do miss what ifs, uh, which we should definitely do uh, at some point. Like, uh, what if uh, Disney understood Star Wars? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, that would be like, that would be the greatest. Yeah, that'd be, what a world. Can you imagine? Like, picture that world. Nice, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, not this one. So today is 1932 or 33's uh, two. Yeah, 1932's The Mummy with Boris Karloff, the uncanny Karloff as he's called, Indeed. versus the 1990 something The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. And I would like to start off with take. We had to we actually tell this to a friend of ours, so I'm, I'm telling you now, looking at you, Dasher. Mm. Ignore the fact that it's, yes, technically it's older. Technically it's considered a classic. And yes, it stars Boris Karloff. You have to take that out. You, well, have, to ju- it, it, you have to judge the film based on before, what it is. Before you go any further, um, and I don't mean to interrupt, but I didn't realize until I was about halfway through this film that I've never seen this movie. Really? Yeah. I never have either. I'm shocked. Um, I'm not surprised that you haven't, Seth, but I'm shocked that Dasher has. I had seen The Curse of the Mummy with Boris Karloff, which is a sequel. I've never seen the original, and I thought I had too. But no, I've never seen this movie until today. I've seen The Mummy's... It's The Mummy's Curse and The Mummy's Hand. Those are the sequels that came afterwards. Yeah, I've seen The Mummy's uh, Curse. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting because uh, I would have I could have sworn you you'd seen it, but hey, Same. that's that's fine because uh, I actually have the Universal Essential Collection where it's got the uh, eight of the original horror classics. It's got that one, Frankenstein, Invisible Man, Dracula, Bride, Wolfman, you know, Phantom of the Opera, and Creature from the Black Lagoon. Nice. I'll be seeking that. Out. I'll be seeking that out on Amazon Prime now. Actually, to be honest with you, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a blu-ray box set that i'm most proud of having and the problem is and i'm just going to say this now because we'll get into which is better later let's just let's just review the films as they are first of those eight movies that i that i uh just said this is probably the it's not a movie that i actively want to re-watch because yes it does star boris karloff but it's not it's not well, Frankenstein. Well, it's not yeah, the Black I'll, Cat. It's not it's, it's yeah. just it's one of his movies that yes, he he is the star and he he definitely makes the movie, but that didn't really save it. Yeah, um and as per usual since, you know, Seth has never seen this film and to my surprise, much like yours Ian, um I've never seen this film cuz I'd have bet dollars to donuts that I had um Seth, let's go ahead and get your perspective on it first, and then I'll go afterwards, and then Ian, you can uh, round okay. that one up. Uh, it's very old Hollywood, isn't it? It very. is. 
And, you know, things back then were shot like they were plays in this, in this movie. There are a lot of, a lot of long shots where there's no really, there's no dialogue. It's just people doing things like lifting up a case or um, so on and so forth. But, uh, and it's not very long either. It's just over an hour. Yeah. It's, hour uh, 13. Hour it's, about 13. 70, it's about 73 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, As per usual for most of the films of that era, actually. Yeah. They weren't long films. But, uh, you know, this is, it, it's, it, it's okay. Um, for what it is, the cinematography for the time, it, it was pretty good. And uh, some, new editing styles that uh, were coming about in the thirties were uh, introduced in this film or used in this film rather. And I like Boris Karloff. I thought he made a good money. Uh, definitely not as over the top as our second film. Uh, hmm. But this is, uh, I don't, it, it reminded me of watching an old theater play and hmm. For that, I really appreciate it, but I don't think I would watch this again anytime soon. I really don't have much to say about it. Um, yeah, that's the thing, though, is like, yeah, because I totally agree. Like, I, I was thinking of all the things that I could either praise or complain about, but yeah, like I said, it's it's not a it's not a bad film. I just don't want to go watch it again for, for whatever reason. I think mainly because it stars Karloff, but he mainly just walks around and. You know, and, just kind of, he's so mm-hmm. monotone, and yeah, it's it's not it's it's not the Black Cat, which is a which is a movie. If you have not seen, it's black and white. It stars Bella Lugosi and uh, Boris Karloff. It's fantastic. Yeah, it really is. Um, as far as this movie goes, I do very much so appreciate the aesthetic of the film, mm-hmm. sure, and what it provided to cinema history. Um, outside of that, I didn't think it was a very good film at all. Um, there was no mummy. There was no, that, and that's what disappointed me the most about this film is again, halfway through it, I'm like, wait a minute, I've never seen this because in the curse of the mummy, he's a mummy basically he's, the he's entire movie. Wrapped. Yeah, he's wrapped, he's up. actually wrapped. Yeah, there, you mm-hmm. don't see a mummy in this film at all. You see him, at, you he's, see one for the first five minutes of the film, and then it's, it's, and that's it's it. over. Yeah, that, and that's yeah. it. Um, and, and, and he's. <laughs> I understand uh, a lot because I, I mean, he spent most of Frankenstein in makeup. I feel, I feel like Karloff just wanted to be out of the, out, out of the bandages this time, but even though he was sure. still uh, in full makeup, which is a, it, which is a really good uh, effect. Uh, the, the makeup that they had on Karloff, even yep. when he wasn't uh, wrapped up, it definitely made him look, it made him look gross. Uh, yeah. And I, no, it, it, I think it, that was a smart choice. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, the technical aspects of the film were really good. Um, even though it was in black and white, you can tell that makeup was very well done, mm-hmm. um, especially for the era. Um, the set designs were very ambitious. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but they also, like Seth said, they looked like they were very high budget, not middle school. They looked like they were, sure. they, they yeah. like they were from plays. Uh, and I was like, right. man, that, uh, that's kind of cute. Yeah, to today's yeah. standards. Um, yeah, it just, but but as far as the overall film is concerned, like the story and the plot and whatnot, I mean, we get it. it it's the it's the mummy. It's a universal horror picture. Um, it just plotted along. Not mm-hmm. a lot happened. Um, like Seth said, more times than not, it was just people standing around, 
looking at things or moving mm-hmm. inanimate objects. And when there was dialogue outside of, well, I mean, even with Karloff, it wasn't very smart. It was just kind of, you know, hey, Jack, how you doing? Fine, Bob. Nice to see you. You know, it's, it just what wasn't up to snuff. Um, definitely my least favorite of the Universal Horror Movie Monsters. Uh, oh yeah, I would I'd give me Bride of Frankenstein or sure. Creature from the Black Lagoon any day. And give, me, the give, pro- me the, give me the Curse of the Mummy any day. It was a far and, better film. And, and that's the problem that I have with not the movie, but with society. Because Seth, you and I were talking to a friend of ours, mm-hmm. and we mentioned we were going to cover this, and uh, we we said we were going to decide which one was better. And without missing a beat, he goes, "Oh, Karloff, no doubt." Well. You can't just say that because just because it's, Carlo- just just because Carlo- it's Carlo- an automatic. Yeah, that's not fair it's because, not. yes, he is a treasure, genuine treasure. Yeah. yeah, but. And I ask this quite a few times with movies that we cover. Have you seen it recently? Yeah. 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 Because I, 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 I remember sure. I remember watching this when I, the first time I saw this movie, I was 18. I was not the film buff that I am now, but I definitely was a huge fan of, of films. I was like, man, that movie was fun. I don't know what I was. I don't know what was wrong with me because like, wait, fun. What? That's the mm. worst wor- word to use to describe this film because it is. Yeah. It yeah. is a journey. It yeah. is. It is Sam and Frodo on the way to Mordor journey. It is a it, long fuck. It, does, it did not feel it, like 73 it, minutes. It, it felt like longer. You're right. It's Sam, it's Sam and Frodo just walking to Mordor, and nothing else happens in the film. It's just them walking to Mordor. That's, That's what this movie is. Um, All, most of the dialogue I, is is exposition. Yeah, it really is. Um, now, I, I can see where back in the 30s, 40s, maybe even early to mid 50s, this movie was very much so appreciated more than we're appreciating it now. And um, I do again. I do appreciate a, what this film gave us. Yeah, uh, of course. But as far as like from a viewing perspective, um, I'm sure it was a. Lo- I'm sure it was better appreciated back then than what it's, we're going to give it. It's honestly the same thing that I, or, or I don't know if we all said it, but it's the same with Citizen Kane. Yeah, sure. at a certain point, this was a perfect film. Yeah. But I'm sure it to was today's standards. And as nah. time goes on, Uh-oh. it's really not. And, and now and what I will say is compared to other universal horror movie monsters, um, if you were to throw this movie up against Dracula or Frankenstein or the Bride of Frankenstein, it's not even close. Those movies still hold water today, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Dude, the uh, creature from the Black Lagoon and Bride of Frankenstein yeah, are some exactly. of my favorite movies. Yeah. Um, this, this one, no, just, just no, sorry. Um, you know, again, like you said earlier, I love Karloff, um, but I did not love this movie. It's, it's, it's a little boring. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just touch. Very, very slow. It was a long hour. Yeah. And, yeah. Cause um, I, I remember, uh, I was watching it this morning, literally. And, uh, I can't remember what it was at the point where he was showing her the, how he died, how she died in the reflecting pool. And I'm like, you mean, you, Wait. you mean the, the smoke jacuzzi? Yeah. And I looked, I, looked, I, looked, I did no, not I know at, they had, hey, I did not know they had jacuzzis back in the 30s. Okay. I, well, I looked at what, I was, how much time I was, was left stunned. in the movie and I was like, oh my God. I did, at, the, at how much it felt like has been going on. I think this movie yeah. would be almost be over by now. God um, damn, it felt like an hour. 
one thing I will give credit to is the acting was blah, with the exception of I don't even remember the guy's name, but it was very early on in the movie when they're in the sarcophagus, and it's when Karloff, as the mummy, walks out of his tomb, and the and guy the laughs hysterical, death. The hysterical laughter from the guy. Now yeah. I bought that. I, I did too. I, I, be- I believed he was going mad. That was oh, yeah. very well done. It was a uh, very, uh, very believable reaction, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yes, it was. I would. I. I. I think. I think. It wasn't, it wasn't, he wasn't scared. He wasn't faking trying to be terrified. It was like, just, all right, if we're, it'd be like you or me sitting in an Egyptian tomb and a mummy walks by, um, you know, hysterical fucking going mad laughter from what we just witnessed. I think that first five, 10 minutes or whenever, uh, however long that was, cause it felt like forever. That's probably the best part of the film. Agreed. Because yeah, it is even even before Hitchcock, that was perfect Hitchcock tension because the mummy's literally right there in the background, and you know it's coming to life. And I think every time I watch this film, I get past that part, and I I enjoy it, and then I remember, oh wait, this movie sucks. Well, and it's and, <laughs> and the next time you see Karloff, he's like playing a man. No well, explanation on how that happens. What well, what happens the is way. they even say. They say if you miss this part of dialogue, you're not going to get it. it uh, they say ten years uh, had passed. Like they, yeah. that's what that they dug him up. So he's been spending that time learning English, I guess. I, I guess. Um, and and then the ending just it just ended. Fell very flat. It just ended. It just ends. That yeah. was weird. Yeah. It just it was not. Um, I don't know I, what that. I don't know what that was supposed to signify or. Well, I don't what remember. they were going for there. But, I don't um, remember the last time that I saw it. I think it might have been like four or five years ago when I got mm. the Blu-ray box. And I was like, watching it today, I was like, wait, that's it? Having yeah. seen the movie before, yeah. I still went, wait, that was it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, uh, that I, was weird and dumb and waste of I, time. I would implore that anybody that watched this movie based on our suggestion or our review of it, um, I would implore you to go watch The Curse of the Mummy or The Hand of the Mummy. The Mummy's um, Curse and the Mummy's Hand. The, the Mummy's Curse and the Mummy's Hand because the Mummy's Which I Curse do own. especially. Yeah, the, the Mummy's Curse specifically is a superior film, and I think it would be more, uh, very much so more enjoyable of a watch because you actually have a mummy in the movie. Mm-hmm. And that wouldn't even have been the biggest problem for me. If Karloff was just in that makeup the whole time, it wouldn't have even been a problem. It was just, you know, what we it, it's not the mummy that we not the mummy movie we deserve, but it's the mummy no. movie we got. And it's and it's the mummy movie that spawned the legend. Um, you know, it again, yeah. you you can't you can't deny its cultural significance to the genre or to society because I mean this movie well, I mean, was a history well, making film. It's it's history. it, it, it's it is because, history. I mean there there's there's they're out on location in the desert, they're uh, there's a lot of extras. The costume design is great. The set design is wonderful. It's shot great. And music for, is great. For back then, even the sound design was good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot to appreciate about those. Sure, absolutely. I agree. The, the story is just yeah. the story and the writing just, you know, kind of fell flat. Well, all right. Before we start talking in circles, let's sure. move on to the new, which is uh, Brendan Fraser's. 
Fra- Fraser or Fraser? I don't fucking know how to say it's Fraser. Name. Yeah. Well, that's dumb. Uh, so yes, the mummy. I just call, it, I just call him Encino Man. The night, yeah, nineteen ninety nine is the mummy with Brendan Fraser and my wife Rachel Weiss. She's so hot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I remember this movie when it first came out. I was nine years old, and my parents bought it. It's, it's almost like Sleepy Hollow. We had this movie too, and it scared me, but for stu- but for stupid reasons. Mm. The, the 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 main thing that I hated was the bugs. I fucking hate the bugs. The scarab. Yeah, yeah, I was nine years old. The bugs scared me. Um, I remember when this film first came out. I hated it. Um, I am right there with you, dude. It was after multiple viewings before I began to appreciate it. Okay. Um, I'm still not a huge fan of it. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's watchable now. But when I watched it, the movie theater for the first time, I almost walked out. Um, I hated that movie. Now, and why is that? I, 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 and I was just about to say, I don't precisely remember why I hated it. I felt like it was, I, I think I felt at the time it was a mockery. Hmm. It was um, more, it was instead giving, of an homage. It was giving it too much of what the first one was lacking. And that was action. The mummy hmm. could have used action, but instead it gave us too much. Yeah. But at the same time, I, it, I don't, I don't think they went overboard with it. They didn't go, they didn't Tom Cruise, the mummy. Mm-hmm. Yet. <laughs> Not yet. Well, the movie I'll never watch. They came damn close. This... No, they did. No, they did that in the sequels. But this yeah. one alone, it was, it was harmless. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It had great moments, fun characters, humor, action. I give it a pass. And I think that was my problem with it is it was a little too humorous. Because um, I think I went in feeling, you know, this is a mummy film. It's going to be suspenseful and a little bit dark maybe and it was anything but that it was it was a romp it's exactly what it was well this this film comes from an era that of block of summer blockbusters that was trying to recapture the feeling of movies like indiana jones and or back to the future and it goes a little too far with it yeah but um, this is definitely a B movie through and through, and for that, I really appreciate it nowadays. Yeah. Uh, and I will, go, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. But uh, Brendan Fraser in this role, I wish he would have got more like this because he did a goddamn good job. He's having a lot of fun, fucking fun. I think everybody's I think, having fun in this movie. This might be my favorite Brendan Fraser role is Rick O'Connell. Uh, it was, I think it, it might have been the first time that I saw him, or that might have something to do with it, or the fact that, uh, I just, I just didn't care for him in funny roles. Like, I, I, I hate Monkey Bone, but oh. he was, <laughs> but in, uh, if, if, if you're younger than, I don't know, 25 listening to this, there was a time when Brendan Fraser was on top of the fucking world. Yep. And yep. this movie was like, what kind of almost got what what put him there yeah because he was doing he was doing funny roles and he did this and then he did uh blast from the past in between the sequels but mm. this movie shot him to a lister yeah it did um 
And like I said, over time, I've grown to appreciate this movie for what it is. Um, and like Seth said, it's it's definitely a B movie through and through that was presented as a A-list blockbuster film. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think that the filmmakers were, you know, they're, they're trying to call back to that old Hollywood as well. Yeah. Um, and it, it works for the yeah. most part. It was definitely it. They, they knew what they were doing because they marketed it like it was a a movie, but they knew it was a B movie, but they marketed it mm. like it was because it was a, it was a summer blockbuster film. But they yeah. knew people were going to see through it and be like, wait, this is just a this is just a, a stupid mummy movie, which yeah. that is precisely the reason that I I like watching anytime I, that I find myself watching this movie. I'm having a I'm having a fun time. Yeah, um, it, it, it made a lot of fucking money. I'll give you yeah, that. It yeah. And it spawned it spawned two sequels, a spin-off, and a cartoon. Yeah. Um, you know, the the, <laughs> the sequels, the spin-off. I haven't seen the cartoon, but I've seen the sequels and the spin-off, and we'll just um the sequels are terrible. We okay. yeah, the, spin- the spin-off wasn't that great neither. Okay, uh, hang on, um, hang on. The se- uh, the very the the mummy the mummy returns, not the worst movie I've ever seen. The mummy curse of the dragon emperor. Worst movie I've ever seen. The Scorpion King, tolerable, and I use no. that word very loosely. No, <laughs> couldn't stand it. Couldn't stand I don't it. Give a shit. I'm talking about me. Hated it. And um, I, I, I honestly forgot about the third one until you mentioned it just a second ago. The one with Jet Li. Yeah. Um, that was a that, bad movie. That movie was. I saw that in the theater, and you want to talk about almost walking out. The only reason I didn't <laughs> is because I paid good money for that, and I'm getting. I'm yeah. making sure I don't. I don't care if Jet Li gets out gets out of that movie screen and stabs the woman I'm with. We're finishing this fucking piece of shit. Yeah. And they had Michelle Yao in it, so I was like, well, maybe she'll do some kung fu. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they nope. shang chi the fuck out of that one, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I don't even think Jet Li did much if any kung fu in the film. No, nah. he did magic. Like, what yeah, the fuck? You don't want yeah. Jet Li in your movie doing it. We're not talking about this. Yeah. No. Okay. Not, there there are <laughs> there are a couple of uh, so bad it's good moments in this movie. Yeah. Um, the first one being when we are introduced to Rachel Weiss's character mm. in the library, and then the domino effect with all the bookshelves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was only it was it was a <laughs> it's such a contrived reason to get the boss in there so they could go back and forth and tell her backstory because that's all you ever learn about her for one thing. Yeah. And clumsiness part never ever comes back up ever. No, it doesn't. Because yeah. I'm like, once once she gets to Hamanoptera, she becomes confident and strong. And uh, and I'm like, wait, who was that person in the beginning? But that yeah, there are so bad as good moments. Like uh, one of my absolute favorites is near the end where he's he's about to fight these four these four mummies at once, and he just screams at them, and they scream yeah. back, and he just goes, yeah. uh-uh, and runs uh-huh. away. I, yeah. This, yeah. This movie had character, and it yeah. was it was it worked in places, and I think tell, most of that is because of Brendan Fraser. I'll tell you another thing: it had really shitty CGI. It was 1999. Um, what do you want? Because because the mummy himself, Imhotep, as the mummy, looked like fucking ass. Hey, hold on. There are a couple different looks for the mummy, but when he was just the bare bones, just yeah. got woken up mummy, yeah. not the worst. But when he has like he's like half regenerated and right start yeah. to see parts of his face garbage yeah but yeah. The, the, he, early, he, the early the early stages like of the, his you mummy. like see the scarab crawl up through his cheek and yeah. you like choose yeah that was like that that, was that's ass that's ass but 
But in the beginning, when he first got woken up, not terrible. Not and and anytime his mouth sure. opened wide. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I don't well, know. What? Like, who who decided that was a good thing to do? Somebody, but it was a. I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> and it's like Ian said with the scene he was just talking about when he screams at the two, you know, soldier mummies, and they scream back. Their jaws do the exact same thing. It's like. They're dislocating their fucking jaws. I don't. I, I didn't understand that at all. Now, mm-hmm. speaking of that scene, they're in the uh, sacrificial chamber or whatever, and Brennan Fraser jumps in, fights eight mummies at once while she's still chained down. He consider he had to do that with literally no one there. Yeah, yeah, that's that pretty was, fucking yeah. cool. I, I agree. That's, that's a scene um, that I. That's a scene in the movie that I actually do like. It's just that it had a great climax because yeah. it's centralized mm-hmm. to one room. You know where everyone is. It's not confusing, and he's doing it considering it with no one actually there. That's impressive. Yeah, and um, what was the mummy's love interest in the movie? Anon Sun Ra. Anox and the Moon. Anox and the Moon. Uh, yeah, she was really hot. Yeah, not as hot as Rachel Weisz. And there is what I I just said she was hot. I didn't say anything about titties because we didn't see them. We didn't see any. Yeah, there were no titties. Yeah, there were no titties. I'm just. But was, I'm saying there was, there, were, there was implied titties, but you don't actually see titties. Yeah, um, I, I would much rather have Rachel Wise. Rachel, yeah, Rachel Wise is hot, especially in Constantine. But that's neither here nor there. Even um, still to this day, and she was the only thing keeping me through Black Widow. <laughs> right. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the mummy. It was fun. Um, that's that's the best word to describe it. It's just yeah. it's just fun. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a turn your brain off movie. It, yeah, exa- it, it's a romp. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah if not, if you if you need two hours to kill, sure, you're gonna have a good time because it it's the perfect smoke your dope and sit back and watch this movie kind of movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're gonna have a lot of fun. Oh, the 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 other uh, laugh out loud moment is when the sand head, or no, they're flying in the plane. It's the sandstorm, and you get the head, yeah, which is literally on the box cover. And Fraser is just <sighs> shooting the fucking head. Ah! <laughs> when when yeah. has this ever worked? Right. I don't know. Yeah, but that's his, that's his methodology. Just shoot everything. But yeah, there's so many like funny moments. Like the, even before the sand hits, uh, Ardeth is on the other, or is on one uh, one of the wings, just. Laughing his ass off, having a great time, and Jonathan's on the other end, just freaking out. It's yeah. it's little things that make me enjoy the time that I'm having. And yeah. we also have not mentioned Benny. I, I love. I was going to say Benny. Benny was probably my favorite character in the film. I love uh, the whole not, chain a, such a fucking sleazeball. A conniving, yeah. backstabbing sleazeball son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh, my, one of my favorite parts of the, mo- is the moment is when. Uh, he, he said, he told O'Connor, you always had more balls and brains. I was like, you, you just pushed your luck. And he's like, bye, buddy. And throws him over the ship. Yeah. I don't know why, but that moment always got a chuckle out of me. Yeah. yeah. This, that, that part's funny. Yeah. Um, I think, I think most of the, most of the funny moments are just because they made a guy who's been doing comedies for so long, an action star, which is what they did with Bruce Willis. And yeah. I think that's what they were trying to make him was another Bruce Willis. Yeah. Mm. Unfortunate, but I do hope he makes a return. Sure. Just not yeah, another mummy, mummy. Just not another mummy movie. Where I'm, I'm t- done with those. I, I I tell you who I couldn't stand throughout the entirety of this film. Please don't say um, Jonathan. Rachel Wise's brother. God damn it! I loved him. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 He got on my goddamn nerves. He was really trying. okay. They, they, okay. They tried too hard with him. Okay. But they pushed him down your fucking throat like he was. Mm-hmm. A he had. He he did have one of the best parts of the movie though. 
because the angry mob is coming at him and he pretends to be one of them and just walks right on by. That was awesome. Only he sure. could get away with that as the comic relief. Sure. But um, I just, uh, yeah, not. A fan. All right. Well, you might hate him, but I, uh, he's all right in the movie. But if you really want mm. a good John Hannah performance, watch Spartacus. Exactly. Oh, I was just about to say yeah, 100%. Which I actually, I, I finally got season two and four. Now my collection's complete. I bought them nice. a uh, couple weeks ago. Spartacus, nice. baby. Spartacus is a great, great series that should uh-huh. be talked about forever. It's amazing uh, how many characters, how many people from Arrow and, or just the D, right. just the, the, the CW shows are in this fucking show with yeah. their dicks and d- pussies out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You think I'm kidding? Watch Spartacus. You want to see? You want to see Deathstroke's penis? I I can I can just imagine the pitch meeting for the for this fucking uh, (laughs) series. They go to Showtime, right? And uh, we want another series about Spartacus. And the stars looks at them and says, "Can we make it a softcore porn?" I was (laughs) just about to say, uh, I'd be disappointed if we didn't. Uh, This was stars crowding jewel for sure. They went shit before this, and they've been shit since this. Uh, no, this yeah, show we digress. I'm gonna, so, watch uh, this. I'm gonna watch this one. I'm gonna get done talking to y'all. I'm gonna start from it, the beginning. Um, Ian, should we go to the voting? Yeah, Let's go to the voting. Is, is it contrasting compare time? Yes, it is. All right. So we have five different categories. I need my pen. There it is. Ah. All right. So we got five categories. I want to uh-huh. start with the first one. The first one is, even though they are similar, you have to pick one. Which movie had the better plot? The Mummy, the 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 ninety nine, ninety nine. Yeah, because there really was no plot to speak of in the original. The original was it even just, things just kind of. He just wanted to bring. He just wanted to bring his dead girlfriend back to life, but it took sure. him forever, fucking ever, to tell us what he was doing. Yeah, <laughs> which which is which is kind of the plot of the ninety nine film, but. <laughs> There were subplots and plot extensions and plot arcs, and the original had none of that whatsoever. Character development. Character development, yeah. All right. Pacing. And, and, and and it's, and the 99. 99. Characters. Which movie had the better characters? 99. And it pains me to say that. Isn't that just unfortunate? Cinematography. Cinematography, I'm going to go with the OG. I'm going 32 as well. Yeah. I am actually on the fence about that one because I do like the locations and the set designs in the 99, especially the that climax scene. Mm. I think I'm going to have to give that one to the remake. There. And fu- and last one, entertainment value. 99. 99 by far. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I knew five minutes after watching the 32 one this morning that um, 99 was going to run away with this one mm-hmm. pretty much. Pretty much a clean, In spades. A, a yeah. clean sweep almost. And here's the, and here's the, the deal. These are just our opinions. Sure. We voted on we voted on them. So if you disagree, that's fine. But do yourself a favor, watch the old one again. Yeah, yeah. Because if a lot of people will cry foul because it's a black it's a black and white classic. 
Well, that doesn't automatically make it good or exactly. better than something. Exactly. No, it doesn't. Even yep. though it's Karloff. Yep. That doesn't mean it's better than something else. And I agree. I, I, you guys heard us vote. Mm-hmm. And I am here to tell you that unanimously, the 1999 Brendan Fraser Mummy is the superior film. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is. And I'm so glad to get that out of the way because I'm tired of. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm tired of acting like I don't love that fucking movie. All right. I, I, I love it. I'll watch it anytime. I own it. I have a great time watching it. And the other one, I will. I actively go out of my way not to watch. Mm. Yeah. Um, it'll be a long fucking time, if ever, before I watch 32 Mummy again. Um, when I buy that box set that you own, and I will buy that box set. I'll send you the uh, link. Um, I'll probably watch it then just. Because I'm going to kind of have to. It also came um, with postcards of uh, each of the film's uh, posters, which was awesome. That's awesome. Sure. And awesome. some behind the scenes stuff. It was a whole booklet. It was definitely worth the 30 bucks. Yeah. 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 Like I said, don't get us wrong. We all appreciate the 1932 original for what it did for cinema. 100%. Yeah. If we're just objectively, 99 it, it is just, just a better, it's a more interesting movie. I'd rather yeah. watch that. There's yeah, a reason. And- there's a reason in writing class they called it a first draft. All right. Things can be approved upon. Mm-hmm. Yes, they can. Everything can. This podcast yeah. could be. We could sure. get better uh, sound equipment, but you fuckers won't go to patreon.com and support us. <laughs> it's all, it's your fault, people. It's your fault. Um, you know, and like content said, is there. Yeah. 32 just wasn't a very good film. Um, 99, I still, it's not my favorite film mm-hmm. ever. Um, I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's just, you know, it's fun little time. And there are other black and white films that are vastly superior to their remakes. Uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein with Robert De Niro can suck my ass compared to Boris Karloff. <laughs> what? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Van Helsing uh, with Hugh, Hugh Jackman is a piece of dog shit that I pinched out of my ass this morning compared to Bella Lugosi. Yeah. Yep. Yep. God, that You're not wrong. Um, and I Bad. dare say, and I dare say, I dare say that the original Dracula is better than Bram Stoker's. Oh, I'll support that 100 percent Yes. But here's the problem. I I don't like watching the Bram Stoker's Dracula. Maybe in the near future I need to watch it again and do another old versus new because I didn't like it objectively. I, I seriously I seriously thought about that being my next pick. The well, old Dracula versus Bram Stoker's, but I, I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to go into the root. Okay, I'm not sure what yeah, that is let's, yet. We'll, we'll space out the old versus new because there's only so many. Yeah, only yeah so we don't want to. We, we don't. Do. Yeah, I mean, we've only done two so far, and we don't want to like just let that be a every other week thing. Let's, right. you know, once every couple of months is fine. So up next is Seth's pick, and I I remember yes. what you said it was. So go ahead and remind the folks. We are going to watch the ultimate director's cut of Rocky Four. That just All right. Uh, and can you tell Ian, me when that's streaming? I forgot it, but okay. it is. All right. Um, Ian, I know that you have never seen Rocky Four. Yeah, I all. said it last week. And I do highly, highly, highly recommend that you watch the original so you have a comparison. Yeah. We don't need I'll- to talk. About them both, but you need to have a comparison to your brain. I'll think it's, about it, and if I don't, you can't be mad. 
It's because I'm, I'm telling you, the new version is almost a different movie. It's uh, definitely the third best Rocky movie, that's for sure. Well, and I remember enough of it to where and, I don't. I'm not I mean, hell, I might watch one, two, and three. Just yeah. the fuck of it. Yeah, and I remember enough about Rocky Four to where I'm not going to have to go back and watch mm-hmm. the original cut. Right. That, that that movie's pretty much seared into my brain. I, I mine, I, mine as well. But he and yeah. I recommend you watch I, it for reference. I have seen about 20 minutes of Rocky Four mm-hmm. a couple times. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I just couldn't keep watching. Like as soon as they killed Apollo Creed, I was like, eh, "This movie sucks now." I don't want to talk about that right now. Um, we'll discuss that next week. Yes, we will. Yeah. Oh man, the only person killed by a Russian, <laughs> a predator. <laughs> <laughs> and something yeah. else I can't remember. Yeah, I mean he's no Bill Paxton, but uh, he's up there. Uh, something else killed him. I can't remember. A gator. Man, oh, yeah, the gator. <laughs> <laughs> the gator from Happy Gilmore. All right. Yeah, I'm going to uh, hold off on my uh, I'm going to hold off on my pick till next week because I honestly don't know what we're going to be watching. So fantastic. That's fine. All right. It's been real. So, uh, and we also it's have uh, it's been real fun. But tell the folks, we also have a another episode coming up Wednesday. Yes, yes we're we watching uh, last we were night. supposed to cover tonight, but we didn't. We didn't because we record the realistically we record these at a certain time every week and uh, I've been getting back into stand up comedy and I have a show most Mondays and I just don't have time to record both of them so we're gonna have to so we have to space them out amongst the, amongst the week which is fine anyway because mm-hmm. you know don't give don't overload the the listeners with too much homework yeah. oh sure well I um I watched it this afternoon and I'm gonna watch it again tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk about it on Wednesday. All righty. I'm going to watch it on Wednesday because Seth and I have Foo Fighters tickets, baby, for tomorrow. Woo-hoo! Nice. Enjoy. All right. Later, y'all. Later, Later. dudes. <laughs>